Hello, I'm Mark Price, and welcome to my podcast, Meet the Business Author. Having been the boss of Waitrose for many years and working within the John Lewis Partnership, I became interested in the way that businesses and individuals work, particularly how being happy at work can not only transform an individual's life, but how it can transform an organisation. I'm building a platform at Engaging.Works with the world's biggest business library, where anyone can come and search for information and guidance on their working life. In this series, I'll be speaking with a number of prominent business authors whose books are available to buy on the business library. I'll be speaking to them about their book, what lessons we can take from them, and what they think about the future of working life and business. This morning, I'm delighted to be talking to Bruce Daisley, the Vice President for Twitter uh, for Europe, uh, Africa and the Middle East. Bruce, you've also uh, written a best-selling uh, book called The Joy of Work. Uh, do you just want to tell us about what inspired you to write that? Um, so it all started about three years ago. I started doing a podcast as a process of self-improvement and self-discovery. And uh, largely because the culture at the uh, Twitter would had taken a turn for the worse, we made job cuts, and I was like, okay, it was good before, but I want to know how to get it back. It's a bit like how to get a party restarted when all the fun people have left. Can you get the party to be as good as it was? And I don't know the answer on that one. But it was a bit like, it was that vibe, it was like, how can I get the party restarted? And so I very quickly realised that the more bosses and CEOs I chatted to, um, the less insight I was getting. So I was, I, I was chatting to more and more academics and people who've done in research and work. It's like, like discovering these incredible insights. And then the podcast became like number one business podcast in the UK. And uh, Penguin Books said, would you turn it into a book? And actually I found the process relatively easy to turn it into a book. Um, and it's like the best-selling business book of the hardback of the year so completely paperback next year so it's it's done it's done well there I've, I've still loved it these moments people say how do you get it all in so these moments I've I've recorded about another 11 podcasts it's been it's been doing well this year as well but um you know these moments I went to bed early last night rather than finish your podcast so so there will be no podcast this week because I went to bed early the writing did that come naturally to you or are you a, a natural writer um there's four jokes in the book, let's put it that way. In April, the publisher said to me, how are you getting on? And I sent him my Google Doc with about 40,000 words in it. And a finished book is normally 60 to 70,000 words. And I sent him the Google Doc thinking, if this is bad, at least we'll know now. And he said, oh, great, this looks fantastic, we're on the right track, carry on. So, so it, it, it came relatively easily, I think. And in terms of polishing and going back, did you find that frustrating? Because that's very different to the business world, isn't it? Where you make decisions, you make them quickly, you move on. Whereas in writing, it's going back, polishing, changing, improving. So did that feel a lot different to you, to your normal uh, business? I, I think, you know, when you're on like the fourth edit of something and you can't even tell if the words are any good, you know, th th that's when I found it particularly tricky. And when people read your book, what do you want them to get from it? Um, it's fact-based. I, I try to... It's trying to be evidence. So the way the audience I saw for it was people who were at work, genuine, we've all got this sense that we want to do a good job at work. But often bosses or work gets in the way. 
And so I wanted people to feel empowered to have discussions with, you know, a lot of people find that their bosses email all weekend or that um, maybe they're in back-to-back meetings all day and they can't get anything done. You know, that's the reality of work for a lot of people. And I wanted to give practical, evidenced changes that anyone can make. So sort of, it's 30 interventions where each chapter is probably these big bits of science at the start, but there's probably each chapter's 20 pages. So you could sort of photocopy it as copyright holder. I always give people permission to photocopy whatever they want. Uh, and hand it around your team and say, why don't we try this? Why don't we give this a go? And what's the essence of it? Just um, the critical thing is how can any of us sort of get ourselves back from the edge of burnout and improve the dynamics in our team? Because most of us have been in an environment where we go home at the end of the week and, look, it's a fortunate position to be in, but you go home at the end of the week and you go, you know, I really enjoy working with those people and this is a happy time of my life. And then there's a lot of us that find ourselves becoming estranged from that, where work feels exhausting, we go home, it's, it, we, we find it impossible not to sort of reach for a bottle of wine every night. And, um, you know, we wake up exhausted on Saturday morning, we stumble into Sunday, it's the same. Wake up with, you know, go to bed with Sunday night dread. A lot, so many people experience those things. So my feeling was, even if you can make sort of slight interventions where you just get back to enjoying your job, someone very close to me described their situation at work saying they've never really enjoyed their job and they've never really felt happy at their work. And they, they described how these people crying in the toilets every day and you know it's it's kind of bullying it's like okay you know in my head was okay what could anyone in that situation do to marginally improve their work so it's from a position of zero power from a position of zero power can you start a dialogue with your boss about this i mean fantastic advice for anybody to get that book and think about what they might be able to do and and is there a business book that's inspired you? Because I know your book's inspiring so many people, but have you read a, a business book in the past you thought, you know what, that's really been helpful to me? Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, I mean, I've, I think, you know, if, if narrative can teach us anything, then this year there's a book about Uber called Super Pumped, which is a great yarn that sort of describes, it's actually sort of, an inside guide to work culture, but from the sort of dysfunctional side of things. If you want something a bit more uh, technical, there's a book by a guy called Sandy Pentland called Social Physics, which I've just been really swept away by. He basically tracks, in the manner that you might track sort of sports players on a football pitch or, or tennis, where the ball goes in tennis, he's tracked people in offices who chats to who, what happens. And he very quickly sort of built this schema where he said, right, I can tell you what a creative office is and an uncreative office just by the heat map of what goes on. And he says, creative office seems to have far more face-to-face conversation. Right, that becomes fascinating because what's probably the trend of the last 10 years is that most offices are getting less face-to-face conversation. And so once you know that, then you intentionally can say, okay, what would be our route back to making the office feel more kinetic, feel more filled with discourse. And the answer to that is, you know, reducing the burden of electronic communication a little bit, reducing the reliance on meetings. But that book, I've probably described it in a sort of really geeky way, but that book actually is a really sort of captivating saga of the humanity of work, really. 
or Bruce, I have to say, it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you. Thank you very much. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for listening. For more in this series, please go to engaging.works where you can buy the book and browse over 80,000 other business titles. See you again next time. Thank you.